0: All right. Hello, everybody. We want to welcome you to our Midday Mindset Boost Call. Today we are doing the um, Business Cheat Sheet
1: with Beth. And Beth, if you could just introduce yourself really quick. Sure. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for um, having me on today. I am I'm so excited. Um, my name is Beth Jessup, and I'm the founder of um, Sports Moms United, which is a company that supports busy sports moms so that they can support their athlete. And our main focus is in three areas, um, to help the the sports mom raise a nutritionally fit, physically fit, and emotionally fit athlete. And we provide resources for them to do that. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Also,
0: we have on um, John Sortino, who is the founder and creator of the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, as well as Michael Connolly who is the founder and creator of Stinky Cakes, and he's one of the top urban entrepreneurs in America. Want to say hi, guys?
1: Hi. Hello. hello. <laughs> Everybody. All right, so what will
0: What we'll be doing today is um, talking to Beth about her entrepreneur business cheat sheet. We all have one, and one thing that we need to focus on always, always is mindset. So we'll be talking to Beth about her mindset and the things that she's gone through in order to get her business to where it is right now. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to post them in our Facebook group, which is uh, Entrepreneurs Helping Entrepreneurs, and also uh, 100 Grand Plan uh, on Facebook. And you can always visit us and sign up and get your 100 Grand Plan started at 100grandplan.com. So, Beth, thank you again um, for agreeing to be on this call with us. Sure, I'm excited. And so you've already told us who you are and what your business is, but go ahead and uh, elaborate a little bit more, and just kind of let us see a little bit more of what's behind the scenes in your business.
1: Well, we are really trying to bring together a community of sports moms. Um, obviously, there are <laughs> there are a lot of um, kids out there playing sports, and um, you know they have a mom and a dad who are supporting them and especially sports moms, are doing, you know, if they're working full-time and they're, they're super busy, our business is really to support them and to make their life easier with um, ideas for food, for uh, a food plan, ideas for um, helping them to, you know, raise their athlete in this backdrop of sports uh, with character and um, – with compassion and with grace, because we know, you know, this is just a backdrop. Sports is just a backdrop, but there's a lot of life lessons there, and so we want to help parents, sports moms in particular be able to, you know, um, support their athlete uh, in all these three areas.
0: This is such a great idea because my kid is six, and he'll be starting flag football in the fall, and I can already see where he's the only child, but he definitely <laughs> needs to be learning some of these um, sports-centric lessons. But tell me about some of the issues that you've been experiencing or you have experienced as a new entrepreneur.
1: You know, I think the big thing coming into – like I've always known I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I was thinking back to when um, I was in elementary school and a friend of mine, the two of us together, put together a little magazine that we sold to the the other kids in our class until our – teacher shut us down. But <laughs> even back then, you know, I had this little spark of, of being an entrepreneur. And I think that um, over time, that, that dream was sort of, um, or that fire was put out by, you know, you need to do this, you need to go to college, you need to follow this path. and But those, that flame was still burning, that little ember was still burning. And so you know, I got into some different things at different times, and those didn't work. So it's a, definitely a journey. Um, but what I think is that when I, got, when I really decided, okay, I, I want to become an entrepreneur, I had to take my idea and move it from, like, this is just a hobby to this is a business. And that, is, that was really where um, – John and Mike helped me to understand that, that that you have to understand the business principles. You know, I didn't come from that. I was an English major in, in college, so I didn't come from a business background. Um, so I kind of had a lack of direction when I first started. I didn't know even where to start or how do you start. And so having, you know, having John and Mike, to kind of give me direction and to help me to, go, to know that you know, I, I, this is not just a hobby. This can become something way more than that. And um, so I, I think the lack of direction was the thing. I just didn't really know where to start. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have a great idea, but don't even know where to start, if you, if, especially if you don't come from a business background. Exactly. So, Mike, um, can you tell me a little bit about your
0: experience with Beth and how you helped set her on the trajectory of being a um, a well-established entrepreneur?
2: Well, the thing, one of the things I, I love best about Beth, um, and I think you also, Rochelle, share this common trait, is that you both are uh, action takers. Like I always say, like, I, I really don't mind spending time with entrepreneurs that that um, take action with the information that we give them. And Beth is like that. So I remember my, one, of, one of my coolest experiences with Beth was when she was first trying to figure out um, a target market and, and what to say to them and, and how much to charge and all this good stuff. And and we were doing them one-on-one, and my wife was here. And my wife is, is the sports mom because both my boys uh, play sports. So what I did was I just I just uh, I said hold hold one second Beth, <laughs> and this was after discussing um, talking to your target like I said I said hold hold one second Beth and I just put my wife on the phone I didn't tell Beth I was <laughs> <on the> <laughs> and uh and she and she but what, what, what she did by the way, with everything that we talked about she um she hit my wife with those things and my wife was like oh okay so where do I sign up what do I do I want to I want to do this is me but being an immediate action taker is that thing that will make you successful. Like you you could learn some really good nuggets and you could learn some really great things to, to grow your business. But if you don't believe in yourself enough to say, and just do it, right, it, it won't happen. And and, I, and, that's, and that's, what, that's that's my experience with Beth is that she's an action well, and taker the other, and she believes in herself.
1: The other thing too, Mike, about that that was so cool is that, you know, I come from a sports background, so I played um, college basketball, and you did exactly what a coach would do, you know, put me in a situation where I have to, I have to take action. And I can't, you know, I, I call myself a recovering perfectionist <laughs> because, I've, because I really have in my lifetime not moved forward because of my need to be perfect. And so you did such a beautiful job of, of forcing me to be uncomfortable, to move through that, and then I gained confidence from that. And that's exactly what a good coach does. Um, and so I appreciate, even though it wasn't comfortable, <laughs> um, I appreciated that so much, and it did move me forward. And and that's what you need. You need mentors and people like that. And that's another thing that I think is that as an entrepreneur, seeking out mentors oh, is so yeah a big deal. definitely. I completely agree out, with yeah. you. And seeking out mentors with a track record, because there's a lot of people out there who, you know, want you to pay a lot of money to get into their programs and to, to do, you know, to follow what they're doing. But but you have to be careful and look at their track record. When I looked at Mike and John's track record, it was a no-brainer for me. <laughs> it's like the, that's who I want mentoring to meet. And then the other thing about it too is that they, they even, I mean, they even go beyond just what I think is just the normal mentoring, being able to have access to them and for – for them to be so authentic and real um, has just been an absolute blessing. And so if, you know, if I could give advice to someone coming in as a new entrepreneur, seek out a mentor with a track record because that, that moves your, you ahead. Um, you, you could spin your wheels for years. Um, and I probably would have had I not found Mike, Mike and John. I mean, I really feel like they have moved me forward in a short period of time in a big way. And
0: this is a great segue into my next question. Um, So when you got all of this stellar advice and great coaching from Mike and John, how did that transform your mindset? And when your mindset was transformed, what did your business look like at that point?
1: Mm. Well, you know, I'm going to be really candid here because I've had mindset issues um, for for a long time. And I've been working very intentionally on um, making sure that I start with mindset. Because for me, mindset is is the absolute foundation um, of, of anything, of, of how you're going to move forward. And, and the believing in yourself is wonderful. But then, like Mike said, you have to be able to take action. Because that a- action, that uh, repetition of the action is what sets that deep into your unconscious. And that's where the magic happens. <laughs> and so um, I just feel like with Mike and John, they have helped me to, to take that, to translate just that believing in yourself to, to doing the action that that enforces and just reinforces where I need to go and sets that deeper into my unconscious so that when things come up, I, I, it's like I'm ready for it. I don't even have to think about it. You know, it's just, it's just in my unconscious. I am an entrepreneur. That is who I am at my core. And I, I am able to just react as an entrepreneur, not thinking like, okay, how would an entrepreneur think about this? <laughs> I am an entrepreneur. Right. And I think like that. And the decisions come. Um, and so that's been a big, a big deal for me. So basically
0: they kind of took you back to your college days and made you run those drills, so much so when somebody passed you the ball, your hands were already up ready to catch that ball. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can can totally relate to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, John, could you do a little bit of speaking to – how important mindset is. I know we covered this a lot, and I know this is the first module of 100 Grand Plan. It's a mindset. But I think the way in which you articulate it, it, it just makes so much sense. Could you speak to mindset?
3: Sure. Um, but i love listening listen to you guys talk. I could listen to this all day. Um, well, when um, we had a member, um, an amazing member, her name was Han, and she went to a um, the best business school in the country here, Babson in Boston, and spent, you know, how much money on a degree. And she said, you know, John, I started with like 100% of the people that I went to school with wanted to be entrepreneurs. But by the time I graduated, that number was down to about 10%. And I said, what was the reason? And she said, well, it's mindset. They, they just, they, all their life, they heard that being an entrepreneur was really hard and difficult and risky. And they'd rather take a different job, um, what some people might call a safe job, but I would call um, whenever you put your future in somebody else's hands, that's not safe at all. But um, Han, Han, Han's got Mike and I onto it, and then Mike and I thought about it for a long time, and then we absolutely completely agree. So, um, and when I'm working with different members, uh, like one of my favorite things to work with uh, Beth about is that I can't wait to find out what she's going to do next. Um, uh, she's done a number of different meetings because she's taken the four-point triangle course and she's taken it serious and she doesn't want to work alone. And I I wish everyone would um, almost take that attitude because working alone is a lot harder and less fun than working with somebody. And um, as big of a pain in the neck Mike gets to work with every day and I got to look at his face. (laughs) and He thinks he's beautiful. Every morning we like, um, we, we, you know, either hang out or um, do our uh, our meetings. Um, it, it is, it's is—it's just wonderful working with Michael. And then when you add it on to that, that I get to work with you, Rochelle, I get to work with you, um, Beth, and I get to work with Gammy, who's got an investment in place. He's already got his company evaluated at close to a million dollars. Has not sold anything yet? And, of course, it's going to be a kind of fun um, ride, but being an entrepreneur, to me, is easier than learning how to build a house, and it's easier than getting married, and it's easier than um, coaching a little league team, and it's easier than anything anybody could imagine, as long as you get out of your own way. At least my experience has done that. Um, so um, I love mindset. I would, and, you know, I would,
0: part would, of getting out of your own way is, you know, is adjusting your mindset. That's correct. a big part of getting out of your way.
3: Yeah, very big. Yep. because we were taught when we went to school to work for somebody else and mm-hmm. we were taught to get A's and B's, you know, we were taught to just, you know, raise our hand and of course, it's good to get A's and B's and it's good to learn how to raise your hand and be social but at the same time, all of that preparing was just so that we would get a job and then when you get out of school, you got to put a, a resume in with every like a thousand other people for that one job but when you're an entrepreneur, there's no resumes. It's just, you know, you go, okay, I'm going to hire myself. All right, next. All right, what are we going to do today? We're going to learn how to make some money. And um, I I'm kind of like feel like when it comes to mindset that I'm fighting um, the education system. And there's a really cool video, um, uh, one of those uh, TED things that I used to put up on our website, which showed this, this famous educator out of England said that when we enter kindergarten, most of us are geniuses. But by the time you get to the eighth grade, most of us are not. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll, school, I'll, post
2: that, I'll post that video in the
3: 100 um, Grand Plan uh, private group. All right, great, 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 Mike. Okay, cool. And a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, creativity and things like that. And um, when you're an entrepreneur, you are, you know, people think that they need to be an entrepreneur to be, you know, I'm going to be a creative um, <laughs> Right, now, I'm not poking fun at you, Michelle, but a lot of people that do websites consider themselves to be very creative, and I think you are very creative. Um, but the internet, I'm talking about creative in the sense that when you put pieces together, um, I think Steve Jobs said it best when me asked Steve Jobs, what, what was your biggest skill? And, and Steve Jobs says, I was a good recruiter. Basically, that means... Same thing on how I ran the Teddy Bear Company. It was named the best company in America because I was a good recruiter. I recruited one person and that person didn't let anybody else in the company who wasn't great. She was, she was like the best. Um, and I built a great four-point triangle. Um, and when you build a good four-point triangle and you hold people accountable to th- what their roles are um, and you don't over-confuse them, um, it, it, it's such a creative, amazingly great venture you could be on, and if you keep on going, like I did at the Teddy Bear Company, and get to the point of negotiation, negotiating for a price for your stock, it is amazingly creative. I mean, I've traveled all over the United States, and the best financial palaces in, in the U.S., New York, um, Chicago, uh, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and had. Maybe 500 stockbrokers at each one of those meetings, just listening to about my stock, and it was awesome. And our first tick, I, that day, I felt the most creative because I sold the stock for ten dollars to a company that was public. By the time that day ended, that stock was selling for over twenty bucks, and I did that from making a teddy bear for my first son that was born. I mean, I had no idea I was going to take that route, but. Um, I kind of, as I wanted to become more of a teddy bear maker, I read about this guy, Mictum, who um, made the first teddy bear and ended up at the biggest toy company. So I kind of wanted to imitate him. And mindset was really important to me because I realized that in school, I, was a, I have dyslexia, so I never got the A's and B's, so I was never going to get the, good, the really good job. So literally, I know I could do anything, so I just hired myself and I ever since then, I never looked back. So to me, mindset is the most important thing.
1: Yeah.
3: And not getting in your own way. You
0: know? And, you know, and that speaks to our, um, our kind of mantra here, at the 100-grand plan, which is love yourself, believe in yourself, and invest right. in yourself. Right. So you, you loved yourself enough to say, you know what, I'm not going to seek my validation from this, you know, from A's and B's. You know, I'm going to believe in myself enough to create a job and a space for myself that I feel confident and proud of and happy for. And I'm going to invest in myself enough to where I can take this company public. And that's just how simple it is. Love yourself, believe in yourself, and invest in yourself. And that's pretty much all you need to get started, your jump start into entrepreneurship. Well, that and, of course, the 100-grand plan, I mean, let's just be honest. ha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So, Beth, can you give me one specific example um, where John and Mike kind of gave you some advice and it kind of just gave you a leg up? I mean, you've already talked about so much they've done to assist your business, but just one piece of advice that you kind of use all the time. I know I
1: have mine, but what's yours? Wow, yeah, there's so many. You know, I think think just recently – um, Mike and I had a conversation, and um, and during the course of the conversation, he was really um, tuned into my language, and um, I, I kind of I kind of coined this that he didn't really say this, but you know it was sort of an apologetic approach that I was taking to my business, like you know instead of being confident and coming and coming from a a place of um, confidence. I was sort of apologetically <laughs> approaching this person, saying, "Wouldn't you like to buy this? Wouldn't you? Don't you think this is interesting?" And so, um, I think that goes back to the, you know, to loving yourself and feeling confident in yourself and the mindset. Um, and that, and just in that moment, I really had that switch. He really helped me turn that switch. And I just from that conversation just a couple days ago. I feel more confident, and I'm, and I'm coming from a place of strength, not a place of, you know, this kind of apologetic language. Um, and that, right there, that's, that's been um, a huge shift for me. So, and those seem to happen every time I talk to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You <laughs> too. A <huge> shift. Yes, yes. <laughs> occurs, you know. And even if it's not a huge one, even if it's a small one, I know it's it's playing into the the shifts that will lead me to because I know I'm going to have success. I really do. Like I I know that I was this is what I was born to do. I was born to be an entrepreneur, and I will have success. It's just that I need those tools to get there, and these guys ha- are providing those tools. Um, for me and with me and supporting me in just an amazing, amazing way.
0: And, you know, it's so um, interesting that, you know, we kind of do have a lot of similarities. I have uh, also in the past taken a very apologetic uh, tone when it comes to um, even, you know, listing reasons why people should want to do business with me, you know, mm-hmm. Um It's kind of like, well, maybe if they need, you know, Mike Mm -hmm. really helped shift my mindset and gave me um, the, uh, he gave me permission to believe Mm -hmm. in myself. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that permission translates into money, (laughs) you know, and I mean, Mm -hmm. very, very, being candid, it, it really has, pushed my business up into, I don't want to say another tax bracket, I mean, that would be a little bit extreme, but it really has been the difference between feast and famine. (laughs) I mean, you know, before I was totally eating ramen noodles, and now I'm, like, kind of being able to afford some steak, you know, and it's (laughs) it's been because Mike gave me the permission to say, this is good, I am good. You know, I don't need to worry about competing with gurus. I'm not trying to be a guru. I'm just trying to be me and offer services that I believe in and that I stand behind. And Mm -hmm. that language and that energy is something that has Mm -hmm. made all the difference. Even being able to be on these phone calls, you know, Mm -hmm. this is not something that I would have felt confident doing six months ago. So um, with that being said, Mike, can you talk about what it's like to deal with people that kind of have the issue that Beth and I had had, which is, you know, being very apologetic uh, about the way in which we approach um, our – discussing our businesses, not being very confident in ourselves. What – just maybe you could get like a couple of tips on how to deal with um, that kind of a person and that kind of a mindset.
2: Yeah, well, you know, first of all, I, I, don't, I don't want, I don't want it to sound like I gave you permission. What I, I, what I think, what I think is, is more appropriate, I would say, is I just showed you that you were good enough, and I showed you the things that you already done to let you know you're good enough, and I showed you um, how amazing you are, and I showed you what your clients are saying about you, and then you were like, oh, holy crap, you're right. So it's more like turning on the switch. It's more like the light bulb to just turn it on so you can see it too.
1: And that's one of the right. things
2: with, with one of the things with entrepreneurs is that sometimes we don't we don't believe in ourselves enough. And that's why a, a key part of that the, the, the three prong that we say is, you know love yourself, believe yourself, and invest in yourself. The second you believe in yourself like like a hundred percent, right? And the second you love yourself a hundred percent. At the same time, like amazing stuff happens. So one of the best ways to do that, and, you know, and, and there's two ways to do it. First of all, if you just focus on the people that, that buy into everything that you do and, and listen to what they say in comment about what they love about you, and then you go find more people like that, you'll, you'll be okay. The second thing is, and this is, like, this is easier for people to do, you just look at someone that's doing what you're doing and they suck at it and you say to yourself, I could do that way better than him. This, this guy's getting paid that. This guy's getting paid that. Oh, my goodness, it's garbage. Like it automatically boosts your confidence. But that's, the, that's a temporary boost. But while you have that boost, you need to go out and create. You need to go out and do something. You need to go out and get more clients. You need to go out and just boldly charge more. You need to go out and say, I'm good. I'm, I'm good at this. I deserve the best. And once you start thinking like that, like by default, you become unstoppable. I know I was talking to you you both about um, perfection before we started. And, and, and you know, I think the best thing that ever happened to me was that I was in the ICU. And some people might be like, Mike, you crazy. Why would you say almost being dead was the best thing that happened to you? Well, the reason that was the best thing that happened to me because I was able to look around that room and only 10 people were there. Like, all the money I was making with sticky cakes, all the notoriety, all that, all of everything, 10 people. So I simplified my life in that moment. I was like, well, what are you doing this for? Like, what, why, why do you care what everyone thinks about you when very few people care about you as a person? So now my mindset is I just focus on those 10 people that were in that room. If those 10 people say, Mike, you're a jerk. You're becoming a, a, the biggest jerk in the world. Then I gotta look and go, okay, Mike, you need to change. You need to change yourself. If the other seven billion people in the world say, Mike, you're be, becoming a jerk, I, I don't pay attention to that. So, I think believing in yourself has a lot to do with who you surround yourself with. And that, that, that goes back, too, because, you know, one of, the, one of the things all humans want is to be accepted. Like, you can't, I don't care who you are, how much money you got, whatever you achieve, you still want to be accepted. But when you find a tight circle of people to be accepted by that you know have your back and that you know going to give it to you raw when you're right and know who's going to give it to you raw when you're wrong and just tell you. Like, when you have those kind of people around you, it's much easier to just be yourself and being yourself and producing while you're being yourself and not trying to be someone else. Because if you try to be like someone else, you, you, you live in someone else's dream. Once you be you and be authentic to you and you find a group of people that appreciate what you have to offer, it really becomes easy to believe in yourself. It really becomes easy to love yourself. And, and then you just continue to invest in yourself to make yourself better, giving people what they want. And you just magical things happen. But it's all... That's a great message. Mm Thank you.
0: Um, Beth, we're getting ready to wrap up the call, and I just want to know, this is the money question. What is on your entrepreneur cheat sheet?
1: What is on my entrepreneur... I don't don't remember you asking me this one. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think think really for me... um, the 4 point triangle for me is a absolute game changer um and i i refer back to that often i just um I, you know I, like john said i wanted to i wanted to have a team i knew i didn't want to work alone i have just now um using the 4 point triangle and the principles i've now i have a partner now it's a great fit i'm excited to move forward and so the four point triangle for me is like the top of the cheat sheet. Oh, I can't wait to share with that. Gonna... You. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to share with you, John. <laughs> okay. And I'm
0: gonna share mine. Uh my the the number one thing that's on my entrepreneur cheat sheet is backdating. Mm. Um when I learned about backdating through the 100 grand plan, because I'm not sure, I, I don't know when I took the 100 grand plan now. It's like my life was a blur ever since I took it. <laughs> um, but, but like going back and backdating and planning and strategizing um, has meant the difference, again, between eating ramen noodles and eating steak. You know, it really has given me clarity in my business. It's given me direction. I'm not just out here like the wacky inflatable tube man, you know, flailing my arms around and hoping somebody sees me and shops with me. You know, everything has a plan and a strategy method to my madness. And so um, that's what's on my entrepreneur cheat sheet. Um, I want to thank everybody, including Beth, for her amazing story. Um We really appreciate you guys tuning in to the Midday Mindset Boost. There will be a replay of this call. We're going to post that information in the group and on social media. I would love to thank John and Mike for all of the wonderful information and insights that they share with us all the time. And, again, you guys have a great day. If you have any questions, you can share them with us in the 100 Grand Plan group on Facebook, as well as the Entrepreneurs Helping Entrepreneurs uh, group on Facebook as well. And also we're on Instagram, Visit us at 100 com. You can sign up for a free trial of the 100 Grand Plan. And also go ahead and get started with your 100 Grand Plan.
1: Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.